2: Hello and welcome to the Football Book Club, the only book club where, instead of literary classics, each week we read yet another obscure footballer's autobiography. Less Harperly, more Robly. I'm James Vogg, and today we're bringing you a slightly different show, the Football Book Club, Wider Reading, the companion show where we go into a little more depth about the masterpieces we've been reading over the weeks with interviews, questions from you guys, and all that top-quality stuff we didn't have time for, basically so we don't get an aneurysm from reading football books every single week. Thank you so much. (laughs) And joining me, as you can hear, is a very relieved Jack Bernhardt. Yes! Friend of the
3: show. Hello. Friend of the (laughs) show. How dare you
2: Jack, how have it's been, been
3: we've had a really good selection of books so far, haven't we? Yeah, we have. Uh yeah. We've had uh, old Jetsy. Weird breakfast eating man yeah um that's um, not something we mentioned in the episode but yeah he, no we oh did... sorry yeah we should say he, he does like his breakfast because we we uh there's a very famous picture of him eating famous. a croissant with beans yes it's just behind the mona lisa in fame. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> it's worth looking up it is genuinely worth looking up because it's disgusting but then after jersey's bizarre book we kind of moved on to some genuinely very Ge- good books. genuinely very good books grant holt yeah wonderful grant holt and
3: then paddy kenny last week who we spoke to who we spo- who we are now best friends with but I'd say we're probably
2: best friends in the world. Yeah, I'd say we're best friends in the world. Pa- Paddy tells us everything. We tried to call you to do that. This isn't a lie. We genuinely tried to call him. Didn't pick up. <laughs> <That's laughs> there will be someone else asking about that bloody picture of me eating a crock with beans. <laughs> Please, just let me eat my croissant with beans and peace. <laughs> Coming up on the show today, we'll be talking to the man who wrote Grant Holt's book with Grant. I didn't know someone did write the book I with didn't, Grant. I thought it was all Grant. We'll be finding out which football book club hero has their own branded gin, and of course we'll be taking questions from you. But first, you might have noticed uh, in last week's episode, we didn't have a dramatic reading. Did you notice dum, that, Jack? I did actually notice that. There, there was a reason behind it, Jack, is that yeah. we took far, far too much of we, his time.
3: We spent... How long did we talk to him for? Well over an hour. Yeah. And he and he looked
2: fed up and bored by the end. No, he didn't. He was actually such a good sport. I think you got to get going. He just said he genuinely was hungry. Paddy, I'm conscious that we're taking up a bit of your time. Are you okay? To chat for another ten minutes or so? Yeah, Is that's
3: that right. Although my stomach's rumbling now, you know. So, so I'm not eating food. How long have we been on? An hour. I'm not eating for an hour. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm sorry. I feel like I'm wasting away in this chair. If <laughs> if you want to eat your food while talking to us, that I sounds great it. on a podcast. And uh, Paddy, um, we don't
3: provide dinner. Oh, you know, wow, we're, here we we're, go. we're a real hey, Leeds United uh, situation okay. hey I've even got my own socks I buy my own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need some from Leeds before we had to buy them <laughs> uh,
2: if Massimo Salino's listening he's, uh, yeah. Yeah, don't tell it you know, I owe you 20 quid <laughs> anyway we couldn't deny you a Paddy Kenny dramatic reading so we're going to bring it to you now this is James Jack and I reading an exclusive segment from Paddy Kenny's The Gloves Are Off boom 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 you want paddy kenny's dramatic reading more
3: than anything
2: else in the world there's a lot of dramatic moments in the book uh so it's very hard to choose this but can somebody please cue the dramatic music cue dramatic music beautiful this story is called paddy kenny gets his drain fixed um <laughs> of for context all the, of all the stories we could <laughs> tell <laughs> for context this is just before paddy's first meeting with his new manager at Sheffield united brian robson Brian and I's relationship could have easily got off on the wrong foot. I bought a new house that summer, but the builder had ballsed up the drains. Classic uh, Paddy Kenny uh, swearing there. That's the tamest swear word he has in the whole Oh, sure, and it's also Uh, a very technical (laughs) term.
3: I've done a slight ballsing up of the drain.
2: (laughs) My house was the bottom house on the estate, and because all the shit water had nowhere to go, (laughs) it all ran (laughs) down the slope and settled in my garden. Very technical
3: stuff here. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Uh, excuse me the shit water's drooping yeah. down yeah.
3: Uh, I've balled up the drain so the shit water's going everywhere <laughs> could you please sort this
2: I was having a conservatory built at the time and the freshly dug foundations just filled with shit straight away I had to have environmental health round and all sorts so I wasn't particularly pleased the builder said he'd get a machine to come and suck up all the crap and it would be <laughs> sorted <laughs> this is the perfect example of Paddy's book <laughs> genuinely is because there are Instead- so many
3: other ways to tell this story <laughs> you've got all the machines that um, you know that sucks up all the crap
4: <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, one of them ones. Yeah. The shit You know, water. You know
3: for when you've ballsed up the train.
2: <laughs> Instead, he used buckets to scoop it all up and poured it over the fence. <laughs> what a cowboy. Onto next door's garden. I caught the whole thing on my camera. I rang him on the Saturday to ask what the fuck he was playing at. And we had a massive do on the phone. He came to see me on the Sunday, the day before we were back at pre-season. And we ended up fighting.
3: First of all, the idea that Paddy's got his camera out,
2: being like, all right, I'm going gonna- <laughs> to watch
3: you but I'm going to have a big bucket of shit... <laughs> over my neighbour's fence, and then being like, "Well, look, I've got it all on camera," and then immediately <laughs> fighting. I, t- I said this to James. It reminds me of um, you know, the bit in The Simpsons where the guy who invented Itchy and Scratchy, who always gets into fights with people because he hasn't he hasn't fixed any of the things he says he's gonna fix.
2: Yeah, paint my chicken coop. Make me, <laughs> make me,
3: and then they just start fighting. <laughs> Unballs up clean- my drain. Make me. <laughs> okay, punch Cle- punch
2: clean punch my, punch my punch. shit water. <laughs> <laughs> make me. <laughs> um they ended up fighting we were rolling around the floor outside my house under my car, How did you get car? <laughs> i ended up with a huge graze on my face and afterwards i remembered that i was due to meet a brand new manager and a childhood hero of mine the day after fuck what do i say i thought i'd just be honest i've had a barney with someone who's being dodgy <laughs> in my house he's not doing anything wrong we had a scrap maybe no one even notice
3: i mean <laughs> i i definitely would have said oh i just fell over Like There's there's nothing wrong with saying I've just fallen
2: over As opposed to explain shit water to Brian Robson Yeah Brian Robson doesn't need to know about your shit water Paddy (laughs) (laughs) I walked into the here and Robson came straight Around the corner what happened to your face He asked straight away (laughs) in his Geordie accent Uh, James you do that Uh, He's
4: uh, he's not that strong Geordie though is he Brian Robson It's quite diluted right What happened to your face
2: He asked straight away in his Geordie accent I braced myself and came clean telling him all about the house And the builder and the fight Robson punched me in the stomach with a huge grin (laughs) on his face. (laughs) Love all that, Paddy. He said, we're going to get on me and you. I was completely lost of words. We hadn't even said hello to each other. Welcome to Sheffield United.
3: I love that. By the book, it's a classic. It is a classic. (laughs) Uh, I love that he punched him in the stomach as if it's like the twist is I was the builder all along. Uh...
2: (laughs) (laughs) He punched me in the stomach and we fought under my car. (laughs) (laughs) I could read Paddy Kenny writing me anything anything um, i could re- i could read paddy kenny writing the autobiography of gruntholp <laughs> <laughs> didn't really know him didn't really uh, play with him <laughs> sure he's a nice bloke
3: though a lot that we didn't talk about in that episode actually is a lot a lot of questions was there anything you wanted to ask him but you didn't get? Uh, to to him? i wanted to ask about his mum uh because his mum his mum sounds amazing because you talked a bit about his dad but his mum apparently at one point called up uh a radio phone-in show that was slagging off paddy kenny <laughs> and was just there oh, doing, yeah i remember it, that yeah. Being like hey shut up about my son you guys don't know anything about the truth which is great I mean, anything it, about the truth anything about the truth something like that isn't that that quote from a few good men yeah <laughs> you guys,
2: <laughs> you don't, guys know, don't know anything about the truth you want you, the truth you can't you, handle anything about the truth <laughs> please Mrs. Kenny calm down um, actually there's one thing that I wanted to ask him about he, in the book he takes her he, there's like a at Sheffield United training or that or QPR uh-huh. there's like a whole bowl full of um, copies of FIFA like <laughs> 10 or something like FIFA 2010 or so on the it's table so weird and he just he just nicks 10 of them he doesn't nick them he's allowed to yeah, take them, allowed them but take he just them. takes 10 he goes like so my kids can take him to whatever house we're in at the time. So I want odd. to know what the maddest gift he ever got was. Because they, they get given loads of stuff, he says. There's, he says the richer you get, the more you get given stuff.
3: Yeah, it's that weird thing, isn't it, where you don't need it at that point, but then... Then you just get given it. God, so
2: no, one gives. Well, actually, we get books sometimes? We got,
3: we got, we got this book in advance. That's very true. I can't. Yeah, can't, yeah. I you got ten wait. copies. I gave them to
2: all my kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any house they want, they can read Paddy Kenny's book now. I want to know what it is, though. I'll, I'll get him. I'll, I'll text him. I'll text. <laughs> I'll text him and ask him. What, what gift did you get, Paddy? Um, <laughs> We're cool, right, Paddy? We're cool. The, the, we, I don't think he does think. I think he thinks I'm a big tech nerd because one thing oh, I yeah. didn't let you know about in the show. Well, actually, Jack, you heard me doing it. Really I had funny. to I had to talk through I don't think you'll mind me saying this. I had to talk Paddy through installing Google Chrome <laughs> before we did the interview <laughs> to get because we needed it to record through some software we're using. Yeah. And one thing I never thought I'd have to do was talk Paddy Kenny through a browser installation. <laughs> so last week on the show we spoke to a footballer about writing their autobiography. But what's it like to be the other person, the author who helps them write it? Well, a man who might be able to shed some light on what it's like to write a footballer's autobiography is our next guest, the man footballers go to when they need to get their crazy and often libelous stories to make vague sense. Footballers like Grant Holt. And we're joined by Grant Holt's A Real Football Life co-author, Daniel Brigham. Welcome to the show, Daniel. How are you doing?
4: I'm good, thanks, James. Very, Really good. How are you?
2: Yeah, very good. Thank you very much. Um, we read A Real Football Life in episode two. We loved it. Big question, Daniel. Top five chocolate bars. Go
4: top five chocolate bars don't ever uh, think what, it
3: don't ever think it
2: okay
4: uh well number what can i go in reverse order okay sure i'm gonna it's uh, this is gonna reveal how dull i am actually so they're nearly all plain chocolate i, I would argue uh, whisk- that
3: by asking the question we've revealed how dull we are
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm certainly not going to be it's not going to be as assorted as uh, grant holt's choices but number one is uh, a whisper bar Love it. okay number two is a uh, wait for it a kit kat
2: Oh, regular, is, regular or chunky? I
4: did warn you. Uh, well, <laughs> I was going to say number three is a Kit Kat peanuts butter flavour. Oh, okay. Now okay. we're
2: talking. Now we're talking.
4: Yep. And now this is very much a case of trying to remember chocolate bars rather than <laughs> trying to remember my favourite. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to say number. Where are we? Four. Four. <laughs> four yeah. Four. four. I'm going to go uh, the Kit Kat uh, orange flavour.
3: Oh, you are obsessed. Really with delightful.
4: I'm really not. I'm not sure you can you can get that anywhere. Okay. anymore. And then it's number uh, five, a Kit throw, Kat. <laughs> <laughs> genuinely struggling to think of one i'm not a big chocolate eater that that top five was a very difficult process to write <laughs> yeah. uh,
3: what-
4: i couldn't do the research i just didn't know anything about chocolate bars yeah, what is a chocolate um, bar
3: what is this chocolate <laughs> bar you say- speak of grant <laughs>
4: Let's say a uh, Mars bar. <laughs> Bloody, still exist, hell. It,
3: yeah. Bloody hell! Ooh. That started if off. You'd, so... If you'd asked
4: me about crisps, which you know now I'd rather you didn't, to be honest. But if you had asked me about crisps, I could probably could have come up with a much more interesting answer. That'd, That'd be ridiculous that.
3: because Grant Holt didn't say what his favourite <laughs> yeah. crisps
2: are. How close was Dan? Was um, Grant Holt to cut to doing top five favourite crisps? Because he he goes.
3: Oh, the he hates like...
4: crisps. Does he? he? Uh, he really dislikes them. That's
2: yeah. But he won the Smiths Crips, Crisps Cup.
4: He did, didn't
2: he? Yeah, Yeah. he didn't eat it. (laughs) (laughs) So when we spoke to uh, Paddy Kenny the other day about his book, and he said he he sat Mm. in a costa for five hours with his co-author Danny. Did you have a similar process with Grant? Because I'm fascinated about the behind the scenes uh, aspect of you and Grant working Mm. on this book together.
4: I suppose I, it's probably quite different to most, or to plenty of them, because A, I worked at the time for the football club, to Norwich City. Oh, okay. Oh, and uh, Grant was also doing, and obviously a Norwich City legend, he lives in Norfolk, and he was yep. also working uh, in a coaching capacity for, for the youth team, so he would be often at the training ground, and I'd be often at the training ground. So, right, we, nearly every single, I think, nearly every single interview was done in a small boardroom uh ah, with lots yeah. of with lots of kind of um chocolate buzz motivational messages on the wall
3: what were the motivational things on the wall were they um
4: yeah i was trying to remember while saying c- it come um, on let's be having uh, you <laughs> <laughs> it, it is a delia smith quote but really it's not it's not that one Word i can't God, remember God. what it is now
2: a- adds three te- te- teaspoons of sugar <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah yeah i mean i am now through kind of osmosis i then just an expert at boiling eggs as well i've been, uh, wow. I've been sat in a room like that with her motivational quotes on the wall <laughs> um, so i'd end up at the uh each interview and just go through the questions and just go through the research and then stuff would crop up occasionally like you'd kind of just go off on a tangent as he often does and you'd end up you know you're trying to talk uh, about his time at rochdale and he'd, then he chocolate bars again.
3: <laughs> uh, so you, know you like. just
4: have to go with it, you know. And, and when he, when he starts banging on about chocolate bars, you know that you know the, you know the good stuff is coming.
3: Right, okay. <laughs> who who came up with the top 5 idea? Was it you? Was it was that you just a way of being like, okay, fine, you can bang on about it, yeah. but we'll make it into a top 5.
4: <laughs> I I'd love to claim it, but it was it was Grant's idea actually. Oh, really read, idea. It was it was it's from another auto not a football one, maybe Chris Evans's? I can't quite oh, remember, right. someone else's autobiography. An well, uh, well, unusual connection. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I quickly got the impression that's probably the only kind of one of the few books Grant Holtz uh, has read, Uh, and that's not to you know cast aspersions on him because he is a a despite his public persona, he's he's a really bright, uh, sort of naturally funny and playful uh,
3: guy. Um, I mean, there's a lot of very sad moments in the book. hmm. Like how 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 did those bits come about? Was he willing to open up about it? Uh, Yeah, almost too willing.
4: Sometimes, yeah, he was. I mean, I I wanted the book to be more than just uh, his football story because, like, you know, I'd, I'd already knew him a little bit uh, just from working through the football club. So mm-hmm. I knew that yeah. he was quite his character was different mm-hmm. to what people's perceptions, you know, and including mine was of it. So I knew that he had a sort of interesting life story as well. Mm-hmm. And he was, yeah, he was really willing to talk about his childhood and obviously uh, the death of his father, which was mm-hmm. very sad. And that it's that came up moving. naturally. Uh, the second time i sat down with him it sort of naturally broached that subject and uh, it brought you know he brought him to tears which you know as mm. myself being a Norwich city fan who 10 years ago thought this guy was you know the ultimate Norwich city legend to be mm. sat across the table from him uh with tears in his eyes was uh, quite surreal um so yeah he was very much up for that being in the book and he, and just generally very much up for Talking about his wife uh, a lot, uh, yeah. talking about uh, his kids as well and the birth of his kids and how that sort of affected his uh, sort of choices in terms of where to join.
2: Another of your um, uh, Norwich heroes, Darren Huckabee, barely mentioned. I'm not here to, I say this every episode, <laughs> I'm not here to slag off Darren Huckabee, but he, I mean, every episode he <laughs> does. Yeah. I don't think he ever mentions us. He mentions his wife yeah. like two or three times in the whole thing. Have you ever met Darren Huckabee or Glenn Roder? because we want to try and clear a few things <laughs> up. We have a guy later I, on I've come met, on the show. I've met Huckabee when he was
4: also working for the football club. Sure. Uh, okay. But I've never met Glenn Roder, who is, as you probably discussed, I don't know, is um, one of the l- probably least popular men uh, with, with uh, within the Norris City fan base, probably. I yeah. can tell,
2: but he's incredibly popular in Billericay's Christmas tree sales uh, circuit. We've got a guy who rings up on the show, <laughs> Farmer Tom um who loves glen he sells him a christmas tree every year and says darren huckabee is very wrong to criticize glen Rhoda's personality
4: <laughs> well i've got to side with huckabee well i think probably Rhoda got a hard time actually no that's not true he was an idiot so uh, <laughs> okay. a hard time was probably justified
2: in the actual process of writing it because you know i didn't he's not quite how i expected him but you do get mm. a lot of personality across did you have to like method live as grant Hope for a bit to get that voice across <laughs> in the whole way
4: uh, so without, can I swear or not on this? Oh, wow. Please do.
2: Go
4: for it. I, without getting like sworn and sound too wanky about it. So nice. The, man <laughs> of, nice. Well, the,
2: <laughs> the W. Great swear. Of, what, I've heard that two or three wanky, times.
4: So like, wanky? I don't know. Wanky feels sweary enough to <laughs> yeah. me, doesn't it? It'd be yeah. beeped out on neighbours, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah.
3: That's my standard for for swearing as well. Actually. Yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah. So I imagined how would Holty write if he was a good writer. So it's kind of using his voice but polishing it up a little bit. Okay. Sure. I was imagining it was Grant Holt writing it. It's if that makes any oh, okay. sense. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, makes so it sense. keeps his sort of tone of voice, but streamlined it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you kind of played, um, two char- so was- you played
2: two characters, kind of. You played Grant <laughs> Holt and a screenwriter, kind of, and <laughs> yes, an exactly. author, sorry, pitched yeah, yeah. together, yeah interesting
4: yeah. so one that the screenwriter who you who would just drink a lot of whisk, bottles of whiskey and then <laughs> who would just eat a lot of bad sausages so, yeah. so I mean and that's I'm, what
3: you did I'm, when you wrote the book
4: I now have gout obviously
2: process, so. I'm drunk and I have gout
3: <laughs>
4: what a way to do
2: you mentioned neighbours yeah. do you think that's another top five that uh, Grant Holt could do his Australian top five soaps. yeah oh, Antipodean soap operas or something <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well
4: Flying doctors, um yeah I didn't uh, know that is Away okay that's, Flying Doctors was early 80s, maybe. It was set in a sort of uh, a a vet that flew around saving kangaroos. Oh, that sounds good. Flying
2: vet. Mm. Um, Why is the book only available in Norwich? It's it's frustrating because we tried to get our hands in it. Is it a scam? It seems like a scam.
4: (laughs) Yeah, no, absolutely. And I can say this now, I'm no longer a employer of Norwich City Football Club, is um, we wanted all of the profits. (laughs) And uh, going through Amazon means we would have lost a lot of the profits. I do regret it, though, because obviously I'd rather it be more widely available because um, well Grant Holt's story I think is one that I think it's, it's, it's the world of needs to know. it's
3: genuinely in. one of the best books we've read yeah and um and yeah it was, it was very hard to get a hold of
4: it was it's sort of available in like in bookshops and where like in towns he play like shrewsbury and rochdale okay, and interesting. okay but yeah it's not singapore
3: Amazon.
2: Got,
5: <laughs> uh, got yes on? absolutely it's massive in singapore yeah. <laughs> a uh, bootleg copy and, in singapore
2: and
3: rochdale
4: yeah and in australia uh, wherever he ended up I can't <laughs> remember that. yes yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's club. that was it Perf. yeah he yeah. was mm. a
2: flying doctor Uh, (laughs) saving kangaroos (laughs) okay so there's one big thing we need to get into from the episode
4: is this the swan is this swan well Well, okay hang on
2: okay so you said that there was jack we looked into this didn't we so yeah in the episode we talked
3: about how um brant holt sees a swan and it steals a glove of a goalkeeper, it steals the glove of a goalkeeper and and flies Mm -hmm. off uh we went online and we asked scunthorpe fans uh whether they'd seen a swan go onto the pitch ever ever yeah (laughs) uh go onto the pitch at a game and they said they had or rather it wasn't a swan it was a goose who stole the goalkeeper's glove i regret this please explain yourself
4: (laughs) (laughs) well uh, in my defense there is a report and it did say a swan in there, so when I was fact-checking, um, it did come up. So, and I've seen the I've seen the video that you stuck the,
3: out the, the the video it. is good. It's a good video. Although we don't it's again, definitely
2: not a swan, is it?
3: No, it's definitely not a swan. It's a Canadian goose. We had
2: that verified. Yeah. we had yeah. that verified by an ornithologist. Ortholog- Bill Oddie. <laughs> yeah, Bill Oddie is a big listener of the show. He loves uh, yeah. Grant Holt. Um, no, he's he was very disappointed in him. It's a good
4: story, though, isn't it? it
2: yeah. Yeah. No. True. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, it's a enough. good.
3: It's a good fantasy that you've cooked <laughs> yeah. up. It's a good bit of fake news. You've thrown in there
2: another guy, uh, which the book uh, is. What we, well, we need to get to the bottom of this as well. the yeah. Jack. Mm. What's going on there? For those who don't know who Ibitha Jack is, Jake Humphrey, who wrote Grant Holt's forward, forward included a testimonial from the Jack in the book. So we messaged Jake Humphrey, Daniel. He had no idea mm. who he was. the Jack. Uh, I've asked loads of Norwich fans; they've got no idea. <laughs> Do you know who Ibitha Jack is? Uh,
4: no, I. Um... Oh, so how I can't that came about? I can't so Jake Humphrey asks his twitter followers to i can't remember what it was now write a line wasn't it about yeah uh, what they thought of Grant Holtz? and i i obviously fact checked them but you're absolutely right he no longer seems to exist unless he's changed I mean, you know maybe no longer goes to ibiza and he's grown up and uh just goes to blackpool now so he's <laughs> changed his name to blackpool jack blackpool jack Jack, Jack, Hall. but he's out there. You know, he's out there somewhere.
2: Okay, there's an IB for Jack. Someday. What was it he said? Was anything it anything? Um, Legend it. is an overused word, but, but I'm going to use it anyway. Yes, like that. That. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. that. oh yeah, yeah.
4: But never is it more applicable. In retrospect, it almost sounds like he's taking the piss, there, doesn't it?
2: <laughs> do, you, do you have the book on you, Daniel? Yes, I do. Yeah. You told me there is a photo section which we couldn't see. Oh, we didn't well, have the hardback. Oh,
4: yeah, the hardback is downstairs. I've got the paperback on me right now. <laughs> which is not have a, a photo section the po- the hard as well we know Could you, do you yeah. remember
2: some of the pictures in there just i'll play the gallery music and just you can just tell me a few of the pictures in there and we'll imagine looking yeah. at them
4: so there's um there's several photos of his kids of course on the pitch at Carrer Road when they uh... are he's just uh, won promotion to the Premier League for the first time in the grand old oh. age of late 20s or whatever it was. Look it was at their smiling party. faces. I assume. Yeah, lovely. Uh there's one of him uh, wearing a sombrero as a as a child. That's quite. Uh, with Classic. little rosy cheeks on that, holiday.
3: What a cute thing that I'm trying to imagine.
2: <laughs> yeah.
4: And what else is there? There's a picture of... There's a few football ones. Uh, That's good him,
2: for a
3: football Winning one,
4: player of the season, uh, scoring a goal for a football team. I can't remember which one now. Nice. Potentially Rochdale. This has now
3: just become um, like, um, a, a man trying to remember some photos that he saw... <laughs> <laughs> explaining them to, to other people who have not seen those photos. I'm loving
6: it. This is the best great, section we've ever had in the show.
3: Great content here.
4: There's oh. uh, there's a photo of him uh, young as well, uh, no, playing see. for a, another football team. I can't remember the name of when he when he was young.
3: <laughs> and is, is there a picture of him old uh, in the future? Uh, yeah, is, is, is there a future in photo? Yes, there is. is. If,
4: Actually, if, what, I had to break into his house to get these photos. That's <laughs> I should have mentioned that at the start, shouldn't I? Is that He's, uh, he, he? Here's went, one of him sleeping. Uh, <laughs> I, for a, just before print deadline, I had uh, been asking him for months for photos in order f- to reproduce them, and he hadn't supplied. He kept getting them, and then he went on holiday, in a week before it went to the printers, uh, so he said uh, he told me how to break into his garage <laughs> <laughs> where all of his uh, old photo boxes. Uh, no were. way! So I that's had really to uh, go out to where he lives in the middle of Norfolk, uh, oh, so get through a garden gate. And hope the neighbours didn't see, and then break into his garage. Get past the guard swamp. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah,
3: yeah. Imagine if there had been and, anyone uh, in his house, and you'd be like, "Oh hi, I'm just stealing the pictures of a child in a
2: sombrero." Yeah,
4: there, was a, there was a genuine part of me that was disappointed the neighbours didn't call the police. Like, Who's looking out for pe- their neighbours these days?
2: Yeah, that's um, bad. That's that's, that's poor you know, Paul and yeah. Grant's neighbours. That's incredible. Yeah. Wow. That's so funny. How many? Did you see a lot of chocolate bars in the house? He has a secondary garage that is just chocolate. <laughs> <brand>. <laughs> These footballers and their are lies, man. It's yeah. crazy. What world. What, so what else are you up to, Daniel, nowadays?
4: Nothing to do. I left uh, the football club in the summer and now I'm writing about how technology is used to uh, improve the planet instead, which oh,
2: wow. some would say
4: was more, is worthier than um, writing uh, Brian Holt's autobiography. Uh, but I would say that is untrue. Yeah.
2: <laughs> is there, are there any other players you want to write books for?
4: Well, the dream uh, is where's Houlihan. Oh, oh. Yes. It would be an absolute nightmare to write it though, because he's quite shy and never turns up. And like Grant oh. Holt, who is incredibly gregarious and uh, loves the sound of his own voice in the best possible <laughs> way. So the
2: best way to do it would be to get Wes Houlihan to tell Grant Holt all of his stories from yeah. his career, and then you write the book according to Grant. Yes.
4: Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, that, oh, that, that's a whole new um, genre, genre of yeah, football,
3: football writing. Smart. Where's Grant?
2: Mm. Where's Hulahan? Where's <laughs> <laughs> Um, Daniel, thank you so much for coming on the show. We can't wait for your um, Wesley Hoolahan book to come out yeah. when it does.
3: Your uh, environmentally friendly Wesley Hoolahan book.
2: <laughs> yeah, the-
4: yeah. I mean, on, on recycled paper, obviously. Of course, or just yeah. digital it, actually. That it disintegrates sense, when you imagine. read
2: it. Yeah.
4: I mean, what I should have said actually is, we refuse to go on Amazon because they don't pay their taxes. Uh, if, you can, uh, if you can edit that bit in, uh, just to
3: make
2: myself. No time for politics better. here. No time for politics <laughs> here. <I'm afraid. laughs> <laughs> we're
3: a very pro Amazon show. Well, we, we're pro Amazon. We slag off Glenn Rhoda, That's all we're about. <laughs>
2: thank you so much thanks for having me on Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile
3: with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down
2: What a nice guy. What a nice guy. What a nice guy. Now, Jack, we mentioned in the best of how one of the most important things for a book club is the bottle of alcohol we drink throughout the recording. Of how course. else do you think we get through these books? And I think we found the most football book club drink yet. Jack, I'm not sure if you've seen this. Lorenzo Amaruso has his own gin. <laughs> Good for him. Yeah, yeah that's pretty Why? cool. Why? <laughs> So it's um it's <laughs> I don't think he's involved In the process of making it But um, okay. it's part of the Rangers Legends Gin collection This isn't an advert either <laughs> it sounds a lot <laughs> like an advert
3: God I mean, We're saying this And we're not
2: getting paid Yeah I mean, And I'm, we don't even know How good it is Maybe they'll send us a bottle
3: Maybe they will yeah, Let's, let's hmm, make this advert okay. good
2: Ooh, um, <laughs> That sounds really good Let me just cue some Alcohol advert music Okay They've released Four different gins Ooh Four What great variety Thank you uh, Each a slightly different flavour Influenced by Ranger Legend And because he was number four his is number four, obviously. Okay. What
3: flavour do you think they made his gym Uh bitter Italian. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so what would that involve? Like a, a blood orange, a blood
3: orange, uh, an olive. Okay. Um, the the hair of pasta. Uh, a, a pasta in there? Th- yeah, a little bit of pasta. <laughs> what other offensive things can we say? Bought bought a, a, a
2: Ferrari. D- <laughs> Uh, the Vatican City. <laughs> Imagine, that's oh, a different the pope. Imagine if you bought a bottle of gin that's just like a bit of like to- pope. tortellini Pope floating around in there. <laughs> it's Italian. Um, no, it's summer fruits flavoured gin. Oh, lovely okay. pink colour with a picture of Hunky Lorenzo on the front. Mm. Um, a few questions I've got. Why gin? Why not Bailey's? Obviously, it should be Bailey's. I suppose it's too painful for him, isn't it?
3: To uh, talk about his Bailey's addiction.
2: Oh, so that's another thing. Do you really want a man who get uh, who's got alcohol addiction problems <laughs> as Do the, you as the Yeah. Of your yeah,
3: gin? yeah, that sounds a little bit dodgy.
2: Yeah. I mean I mean it's very it's, it's all, fun alcohol addiction his wife. It's not a bad thing. It's type. fun. It's the fun kind. Guys, just enjoy <laughs> it. Um, who, who are the other people doing it um, that's a good question actually they have Arthur Ooh. Newman's blood orange and passion fruit gin Ooh. Uh, your gal Bert's peach and raspberry gin actually, what a was... bizarre this is such a specific era of rangers players there was a funny quote on the website I want to find it okay. um, it's not uh, by Chris Boyd Chris Boyd says taste was great for all four gins I have my order in already they haven't made a Chris Boyd gin <laughs> <laughs> It de- is depressing that is sad yeah we encourage, we don't encourage drinking, but you can drink <laughs> along with the episode. That's probably the perfect accompanying tipple to it, and especially it? for the Lorenzo Amoruso episode. Yeah. But I was thinking, what other footballers could have a little spin off products?
3: Oh, it sounds like you've got a fun little event. Uh, no, some... I
2: thought, I mean, Marcus Hanneman jumped st- was straight to mine. Was oh, Costco? No. A, a, a coffee? Uh, no. Oh, Red no, Bull. Bull. Red Bull of coffee? Of course. Or yeah. also uh, Jim Bean. Oh, that'd Jim be Bean, Oh, yeah. he loves his Jim, Jim Bean. He does Bean. Yeah. love his Jim Bean. That went well. Um, <laughs> um, I think Luis <laughs> Saha talked about hot sauce at some point. I can hot sauce. Dudet Coffee. Dudek Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Again, kind of sad thing to laugh about. He got scolded by it. Maybe it's like a scold-proof coffee. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, so that people ice don't coffee. make the same mistake. Ice coffee. Ice coffee. No one gets okay. scolded with ice coffee unless it's really cold. <laughs> I feel like for all that free promo we just gave them, they should. what was meant to just be a fun little bit, we yeah. definitely deserve a bottle. We definitely do. Okay, questions. Ah, love them. Thank you very much everyone who sent them in so far. Please do keep sending them in. Mm-hmm. Send them on Facebook. Twitter, Instagram, whatever you want to do. But thank you. Um, Don't let's go. come up to us on the street. <laughs> People are going to send them throughout the series. Here's our first question we're going to answer. This one comes from James in side. Let's see what he's got to say.
4: Hello there. James from side here. I reckon he a Long time fan of the show. um I just wanted to ask if you have any future plans to give more airtime to Northern Voices, <laughs> uh, specifically my Northern Voice. Um, I'm on the show. I'm one of. I'm it's is James. I'm on oh, the show with it's you. Oh, James! Um, Not sure. Can't really get a word in with so um, <laughs> just wondered if you had any any
3: plans to do that in the future. Thank you.
2: All right, let's cut that off. Rude. Jeez. Um, Did w- you recognize that one? <laughs> <laughs> took me like 27 seconds to think. He's so quiet usually during the show. <laughs> All right, let's move on. So our next question—actually, it's not really a question; it's more of a observation oh, from one of our God. shows. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we're going no, to call—it's
3: not, not a question; it's more of a comment. Um...
2: <laughs> we're going to call um, one of our listeners who okay. asked to be called Jamie Hassel Clark, friend of the show. So that's cool. Oh, hello, hello, Jamie Hassel Clark, friend of the show. <laughs> oh,
5: hello. How how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you, mate. How are
2: you? Yeah, good, thanks. Top five chocolate bars?
5: <laughs> uh, uh, Dream, Whisper Gold. <laughs> These are big. <laughs> yeah, good. I haven't thought I haven't thought this Come far. on, come um, on,
3: come on. Just say what comes into your head. Uh,
5: Dream, Whisper Gold, yep. Cadbury's Caramel, yep. Boost, uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. Mint Aero. Okay, Ooh,
2: good. That was very quick. That was quick. Jamie Hassel-Clark, friend of the show, you messaged us on Instagram, and it wasn't so much a question you had, but an observation from one of the episodes. Do you mind telling us what that is, please?
5: Yeah, yeah. Uh, So I I believe in the last episode, or maybe the one before, you you mentioned about um, Gerard Houllier uh, changing personality after he had a heart transplant or or heart surgery.
2: Yes, that that was the Dudek episode, yeah.
5: Yes. And, uh, well, it just reminded me of uh, uh, a Japanese cartoon, an anime, uh, which is... That exact plot.
2: What Gerard Houllier, as it is. (laughs) Yes, yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. Um, No, so essentially, in in the in the show, there's there's two brothers, Uh and the older brother's much better at football than the younger brother because they they always say that the younger brother's missing a sort of edge to his game. Mm -hmm. And then later on, they're in a car crash, and the older brother dies. Um, and to save the younger brother, they transplant his heart in. Okay. And then that magically gives him the edge that he was missing. Um, and he then goes on to be. Uh, a much better player as a result. So, whose heart? Whose heart is it they give? So they give the younger brother the older brother's heart.
2: Oh, because they're both about to die.
3: No one. Yes. one well, one's died. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah okay. It wasn't like yeah, so they're the both all- about to die, so they sacrificed. I'm with
2: one you. And which one's called Gerard?
5: <laughs> <laughs> I think they're both Gerard. Who are. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
2: I, I mean, I didn't think anyone was ever going to message us and say that um, one of our episodes is the plot of um, the plot of a Japanese <laughs> anime. That is, do you, do you know a lot about anime? Jamie,
5: I do, I do. Okay, um, I'm I'm happy to uh, chime in anytime that that happens again.
3: <laughs> and I, I think. um <laughs> i think, think it's th- going to happen again? I think it's yeah, an anime show where a uh, a a swan steals a glove off a goalkeeper.
5: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, no, no, okay. I'm trying to think if there's anything even with a swan in it. I'm sure there is.
3: Are you sure? Uh, there's no anime called Glovey Swan Boy? <laughs>
2: <laughs> that does sound like a like a bad translation of a yeah. Japanese anime. Glovey Swan Boy. <laughs> Louis Saha. And my Yoshida both mm. talk about Captain Subasa. Is that his name, Captain Subasa? Do you know yeah. him?
5: That's uh, a- yeah, that's that's probably the most famous football anime. I, I know um, Fernando Torres uh, yeah. in his autobiography said he was a big fan of that. Have you been um, reading
2: separate autobiographies,
5: Jamie? No, no. With, this my, my brother us? is obsessed with Fernando Torres, and, and he asked me about it. Ah,
2: um, yeah. just make sure you promise me you'll never read a book without. I promise. I
5: promise. I have not read any football. <laughs> I mean, books what are else, we even
3: doing if you start <laughs> yeah. reading these things yourself? <laughs> the player, very quickly, did it turn him into like a worse person? Because that seems to what happened to Gerard Julio. Yeah, is he turned into a, like a real dick? <laughs>
5: Uh, no, no, he just became much better at football, which okay. is, I guess, the other outcome of a heart transplant.
2: That's, yeah, that's, it can go one of two ways. Yeah, Either you become a grouchy... <laughs> uh, you go on Riga football, or you become a grouchy manager of Villa.
5: Basically. <laughs> <laughs> that's what goes on. Um, yeah. While
2: well, you're here, Jamie, have you got a, um, uh, any NAF football sightings?
5: Uh, I once saw Chris Kamara at Copenhagen Airport. <laughs> what was he doing? He was just sat there at, at arrivals, although I did see on Twitter a few days later, he went to see Mariah Carey in concert. Oh.
3: <laughs> in copenhagen or was that
5: in copenhagen oh, yeah okay.
2: why is chris kamara flying to copenhagen to watch mario care everything about that seems strange. <laughs> well, is that why you were in copenhagen as well jamie
5: i i was not no i was i was there to see gerald hulier okay yeah.
2: <laughs> you were cool. there to do gerald hulier's heart transfer. yeah tuition exactly. tuition better <laughs> well thank you jamie we'll definitely call you if you have any more anime questions or questions about dream yep. chocolate bars
5: yep i've got plenty of answers for. okay
2: <laughs> <Great. laughs> Okay, time for another question. This one came through Instagram, where South Standrew said, Other than Tim Sherwood, who else who hasn't written a book would you want to read? Oh, that's a really good question. Jack, um,
3: I'll let you answer this one. Clinton Morrison. There we go. When I was growing up, I loved Clinton Morrison. Okay. Clinton Morrison was the best player in the world. Uh, <laughs> and he was. He, well, he was so good. He scored against uh, Liverpool uh, against uh, in the League Cup semi-final. And I want to say in, that must have been 1999, for, 2000 or so. For Palace. For so Palace, yeah. And he was amazing. There was a time where Clinton Morrison was just the the best person.
2: I think he'd be... A, yeah, he, I think write. He, he probably, he probably he has write a written book. a book. I don't he, think actually. he has, but okay. he should, if he hasn't, yeah. I, That's a good shout. Who, who would you go for? Well, I mean, you know who will know I'm going to go for? Tim Sherwood. But Tim, it's now been three weeks since that episode <laughs> came out. <laughs> You've had your chance. You've had your chance. I've messaged... We, we all know that it takes three weeks to write, write a book. A book yeah, or yeah. At least... At least like, I just want him to, like, to make his intentions clear that he's doing it. He's acting sure. upon my demands. Yeah. Yeah, so I said, I said, Tim... If you don't write a book, I'm going to write it. He hasn't written it, so I've started writing it. <laughs> you I've know got, what? Good for you. I've got I've got a title. You got a title? Okay. Yeah, uh, it's called uh, Sherwood: The Man Behind the Gilet. Oh, I like that. You like that? Oh yeah. And I've gone one step further. Okay. I mean, I actually, I haven't got much of the contents down so far. I've got uh, uh, it's going to have a foreword about how great Tim Sherwood is by Tim Sherwood. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's the Only thing I've planned so far about that. <laughs>
2: But, and when I uh, when I do write it, I'm going to serialize it. Oh, of course, uh, on the show. Um, but yeah, well, actually, I've got I've gone, Danny I've, got, I've gone one step further than the forward. A uh, friend of the show, Matthew Brazier, who does our artwork. Uh-huh. I've got him to uh, make the front cover of the book, and I'd just like to see your reaction to that, Jack.
3: <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
2: And no, Jack, no, Jack no, no, can you no. describe to the um to the uh the audience uh what you're looking at?
3: It is a picture of Tim Sherwood sitting on a uh a kind of chair you'd get at a um school graduation, yeah. I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh chair, uh wearing a gilet, uh
2: and nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> and staring into the middle distance. The into very middle very distance and hold, holding
3: his chin. He looks a bit like Rodin's uh the thinker. Yeah, that's it.
2: Yeah. Um, would you pick up that p- p- book in uh, the shop I would pick up that book to immediately burn it. <laughs> anyway Tim I, my threats are getting <laughs> <laughs> my threats they're getting more they're getting more um, yeah, more severe now okay. so I've got the cover and, I'm, and until you write a book I'm going to keep serialising my version of your book every this wider is, reading episode
3: this is like um like our negotiator saying like I'm going to send a finger in the mail <laughs> He's send bits of this book out
2: <laughs> I'm going to rip up a g-lay and send it in the mail <laughs> Okay, we've got one more question coming from a friend of the show. He's called in many times before. He's the foremost Christmas tree seller in all of Billericay, and we are delighted to have him back on the show for the first time since last Christmas. Let's give Farmer Tom a call. Farmer Tom. Hello, Tom. How are we doing, Tom? What was your question you have for the show?
6: Um, I well, I've got an answer for it. Okay, that? I'm not going to give it away. I'm not going to give it away. But it, oh, it's, not, like riddle? it's not a right or wrong. It's not a right or wrong answer. It's your opinion. What a strange. going can be wrong it's not the same <laughs> as mine. But, um, so my question would be: When you look back on the books that you've read, is there an individual in the football community who has popped up in these books, sort of more than once, twice, maybe three times, and you think, well, why? what are you doing in here again?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I do have an answer for that. You do? Yeah. I do have an answer. I, I'm, I'm interested. Are you thinking of one right now, Tom?
6: Yeah, I've, I've got my answer. Right. Yeah.
2: The one I think, yeah. I'm not sure if we've mentioned him in every single episode, but Adi Bayi, as I mentioned to Paddy Kenny, pops up all the bloody time. Yeah. He's in Perry Groves' book. And like they must have had the tiniest crossover in career. He pops up in like 94 or something yeah, in a friendly. Yeah. It's
3: definitely one of the. It's like the sun's rising and the sun setting. Yeah, like exactly. Sort of like ships in the night passing. It's quite uh, cool. Yeah,
2: and then he's in Paddy Kenny's. He's yeah. in other ones as well. He's yeah, in I'm trying to think other Kevin ones. Phillips's, maybe. I
3: think he's in Jermaine Pennant's as well. Yeah, probably. the Stoke years. I
2: think he's. Him and obviously. Peter Reed. Peter Reed. Peter Reed pops up yeah. a lot. It's, it's not allowed to be a, It's not. can't be classified as a football autobiography if Peter Reed doesn't turn up at some point.
6: Who was the one you were thinking See, of? Well, well, I thought that you would say Darren Huckabee, just he- because. We do talk about him a lot. We've been we've been
2: oversaturated um, with Norwich pl-
6: Norwich right. books and yeah, things, so I think that's and, also but, that
3: because because we read Darren Huckabee the first, we were then constantly looking out for him. Yeah. Darren Huckabee the first. Yeah, <laughs> Darren, <laughs> <Ridiculous>. <laughs> Darren Huckabee the first, famously Darren Huckabee the second at
6: Agincourt. But my answer would be and then I would say that if you cut the football book club in half, it would bleed this person. Ooh. Um and that person would be Glenn Roder.
2: <laughs> <laughs> How did I know that? This is all
3: just
6: a How did I not scam? see that
3: coming? How did a see... scam to get you talking about Glenn Roder again. You've
6: fallen into that one.
3: Glenn Roder does turn up. He turned up in uh, Kevin Phillips as well.
2: Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, he As did, al- did, yeah. Almost yeah. Right like the a beginning.
3: prequel, like a Star Wars prequel-style
2: character. <laughs> Wait, He hadn't quite turned evil yet. Yeah, the little spin-off, yeah. yeah. Four and a half minutes, <laughs> no, I, you, I wish... you had us going with that, thinking you had a really insightful <laughs> answer, and it's just a plug for your business. When does, um, when does Christmas tree season start? When do, when do you get in full swing uh, with things?
6: I've actually had correspondence regarding Christmas tree business today.
2: Did Glenn message so,
6: you? <laughs> uh, not say, from say Glenn. a nice one. I like to think Glenn and I, we don't need to message. There's just a mental understanding that he'll be in. I know know. what tree he wants. He knows that he can (laughs) get it from me. (laughs) I'm going to start a sweepstake uh,
2: for when Glenn Rhodes is going to come collect his Christmas tree this year. Jack, what are you saying? i think I say December the 5th. Interesting. I'm going to go December 9th for me. Tom, what are you saying?
6: Yeah. I'm going to go, unlucky for some, December the 13th.
2: Oh, late. That's late. Well, say hi to Glenn. (laughs) Will do. Best of luck to Billericay Town for the season. I want to do. I want to do an interview with you, me, and Jamie O'Hara and Jack, of course, yeah. on your tractor. <laughs> <laughs> and will that will that um, help out your business? Do you think going forward, if Billericay becomes like the, the team to go see? Well. When people, oh, can, sure when people can see football.
3: Do you
6: think know that helped? Well, the... I could send, uh, instead of standing out the front selling scarves, I could sell Christmas trees.
3: Yes. <laughs> get your half and half Christmas tree here.
2: <laughs> Tom, speak soon. And any more questions you have about the book, which are just tricks to get stuck
3: about Glamour again,
6: feel free to call up for that. I'm always thinking.
3: <laughs> <laughs> always tricking. Always tricking. <laughs> Thanks, Tom.
6: Thanks, Tom. No worries. Speak to you later
3: farmer tom that bit where you said um you me jamie o'hara in the back of your tractor yeah sounds like the type of thing you say at a nightclub to someone when you're trying to pull <laughs>
2: <laughs> come up to uh my tractor to me, me you jamie o'hara <laughs> you me jamie o'hara back of a tractor let's do it the remember the film you me and dupree <laughs>
3: did you remake that you me and jamie o'hara you did me think, and jamie o'hara do you think jamie o'hara is up for it? in
2: billerickey <laughs> Thanks very much for listening, guys. We'll be doing another wider reading next month. Please send us more questions for it over on Facebook, at Footy Book Club on Twitter, at Football Book Club on Instagram. Follow us on there. Review and subscribe to the podcast. We'll be back next week uh, with an actual book. We are reading Andy Gray's Shades of Grey. That's generally the title yep. from Jack's reaction. I'm sure he, that's a little hint at how much he enjoys the book. It's worth saying that he didn't. He
3: named this book before Victor Shades of Grey. Yes,
2: it came out in 1986, a long time ago. So he invented uh, (laughs) (laughs) BSM. And on that note, see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Football Book Club. It was created and produced by James Bug. The music Lobby Time is the property of Kevin MacLeod at filmmusic.io and is used under a Creative Commons 4.0 license. We'll be back next week. Until then, bye-bye.